Welcome to the Digital Prosperity Podcast, the show for small and medium-sized businesses who want to get more traffic, get more leads, and get more sales from their website. So if you want to improve your business strategy, stay up to date with the latest sales and marketing technology, and learn specific marketing techniques that can keep your business ahead of the pack, then this is the show for you as the JDR Group brings you ideas, motivation, and inspiration to help you attract ideal clients and customers. And here is your host, Will Williamson. Hello, welcome to the Digital Prosperity Podcast with me, Will Williamson, and David Roberts. Welcome, everybody, and it's good to be doing another broadcast today, Will. It is. And I hope there's lots of people who are going to get a lot of learnings out of what we're going to go through. You have a good Easter, Dave? Yeah, I did, Will. I did. It was, um, it was fast, it was furious, and it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Three Fs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was fun, but it wasn't fast and it wasn't furious. <laughs> it was, it was, it was. And um, someone told me to watch out for the chocolates, but I uh, didn't. Um, I didn't listen to that advice. Oh, really? Yeah, really? yeah I got stuck in. Well, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, good did you, you hear good about you. the Easter egg hunt in America that went mad? The parents were literally trampling over children. <laughs> no, but it wasn't that fast, that fun, or that furious. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So this is like some company yeah, kind of yeah, uh, Easter yeah, egg hunt. Yeah, that's right. Went went badly wrong. A wow. bit like Will, how it can go wrong with salespeople. Another seamless link. You're very good at this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's how often because we were talking about this before we started the recording. How often do we come across people that are talking about the the pitfalls and the perils of of trying to find a good salesperson? Yeah, absolutely. And I've got to confess, Will, it's not an easy thing to do. Yeah, definitely. It's not definitely. an easy thing to do. Definitely. Well, it's what, what, it, sales must be fairly simple. Why is it such a... Why, why do you think it is so so difficult to find good people? Because a lot of people think like you, Will, when the sales is very simple. Because <laughs> it's far from simple. Yeah. You, you've got to remember that um, the perception of sales in the public eye is... Is vast, isn't it? Yeah. It goes from con artists to advisors to the door steppers yep. to people in shops to people in gyms selling his membership. It's a vast, sales covers a vast, vast area. Yep. And people perceive it in different ways mm. depending on what situation they're in. Yeah. So that's why you get a mix of abilities because if you've got Somebody that wants to work, you want them to work in the field, but they've had experience behind a reception desk somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's two different skill sets. It doesn't mean that one sales situation and experience with sales suits another yeah. sales situation. And you have, you know, there are different challenges in different industries. Aren't there? For example, in, in engineering or in construction, you'd probably need someone that is technical and that has a good kind of technical knowledge and understanding. Uh, to make a really effective salesperson, someone that can solve challenges and solve problems. And then uh, for a lot of uh, B2B industries, you need a, someone who is really effective account manager and is good at um, getting accounts to spend more, uh, as well as opening new accounts. Exactly. As well as um, the different modalities that people learn or receive mm. information. If anyone's done any NLP or anything of that nature, they'll, they'll understand what I mean. But different personalities respond to situations in a different way. But there's also something else that's quite 
important world because there's you've got the tangible products yep. that people can touch and feel, and then you've got the intangible product. Right, so consultancy, absolutely, etc. Yeah, yep. and actually, there you you they're two different disciplines. Yes, you can sell both. Don't get me wrong. There is an argument that some people can only sell tangible products and they can't sell mm. intangible products. I don't. I don't um, agree with that. Mm. I think it's all down to how how hard the individuals prepared to adjust mm-hmm. their technique in yep. order to sell. Uh, in whichever side of the of the equation their product or service may be. I think there's, there's a few reasons why it's such a big problem. I think one of those is that actually there are precious few very good salespeople around, aren't there? Well, we're being opinionated now, but there is. Um, I, don't... I think there's very few people that treat treat sales as a profession and learn about selling. Very few, very few. And therefore, what happens is... Um, two things. One, well-meaning salespeople give people bad experiences. Yeah. And um, the shysters of this world that go under the disguise of salespeople also do that as well. Yeah. But everybody that's listened to this will have had good and bad experiences with so-called sales people. And what we would like them to focus on is what we're talking about is how you have those experiences and how you can indeed find somebody who knows the difference between applying good advice that turns into sales mm. or um, being a little bit rough around the edges, telling a few untruths in order to acquire the sale. Mm. They're, they're two different animals and we like to talk, discuss why mm. that happens. I mean, you, you've interviewed a lot of salespeople in your, in your time. What's, yeah. What kind of things do you look for that in a, in a good salesperson? The number one thing I look for, Will, is... Well, it's three things, actually, not one. I look for what, how much, how well their skill sets are. Yeah. I look at how good their attitude is mm-hmm. and how good their knowledge is about sales. Right. That's what I look for. Mm. Yeah? Skill, knowledge, attitude. Mm. And um, if, you, if you're looking for those three things first, because obviously each one's got subheadings underneath, mm. but if you can probe in those areas, then you've got a better chance of getting the successful candidate at the end of it. Mm. Because the, if you've got somebody with a bad attitude, well, yeah. towards what they're doing, that's very difficult to shift. I was just about to say, um, one of the most common things that people do when they hire a salesperson is look for someone with experience with contacts. So you hire someone that's done the same job somewhere else, thinking that they'll be a success. You know, they've already proven it, they've got a track record. But if you don't look at the skills, if you don't look at the attitude, then you can get someone that actually uh, doesn't have either of those things and you've got then a major problem. Yeah, and also, what happens when that contact book runs out? Because mm-hmm. that's the big thing. Yeah. Yeah? Because it can run out. Yeah. And also, because there, there's some um, salespeople that are good at, at acquiring new business, but not necessarily good at retention. Yeah. And there's others out there that are not very good at um, acquiring the business, but really good on it, mm. retention. And it's your job to find out what their skill sets are. Yeah. And the, what you really need is evidence that they can bring in new business. Yeah. Rather than just keep selling themselves to companies because they've got a contact. But I had somebody to see me a couple of years ago who said they were attracted to the company. 
And the reason why they can really help the company is because they've got all these people that they can go and sell to. Yeah. Now, they hadn't been in their current position that very long. And with good questioning, I soon got to find out that it's not the first time they've sold this story. So right. that is somebody that you stay away from because they'll just sell that story again and again and again. Uh, the thing is, with someone like that, even if they are good and they they come in, they, they, they take all of their contacts or customers away from the competitor that you've poached them from, then... You know how safe are your customers when they decide to do the same exactly. thing again and move to another competitor for exactly but but because sales is one of those things that a, a lot of um the business people that are listening to this or whatever position you are in the business they'll be selling naturally anyway a lot of business owners go and win business from a natural perspective they don't go to sales trainings yes or any of this um professional techniques that you can have in order to win business they're just doing it naturally and on an ongoing basis because they know the stuff and people trust them but what they don't realize is by doing that they're actually applying skills mm. that a professional would apply anyway just that when it's your company you know what you're going to produce and how you're going to produce it and you know what people are going to do you can sell that so if you've got a lot of faith in what you're doing that's as, just as persuasive of having gone to six years of sales schools or something it's true but I mean obviously you can't just do the own, your own selling in your own company forever and a day you've that's got to right find not. people and uh, uh, finding someone that has the same knowledge expertise Ability to get people to trust them is, is so difficult, isn't it? Correct. Now, um, apart from actually the fact that the good salespeople are thin on the ground, I think the, the second major problem with... Because I think quite often when we've come across people who've said they've had bad experiences with salespeople, they probably didn't actually hire bad people. They just weren't well managed. Because if you, if you don't know and understand salespeople or how to manage salespeople or... Because um, you do have to manage salespeople to get the best results out of them. And if you don't know how to train them, you don't know how to manage them, then you're not going to get... You, you could lose good people or not get the right results from good people. No, uh, totally. Um, and that's why it's important that you have a good base knowledge before you recruit or... A good base knowledge of sales itself. Of sales itself and what you want those salespeople to do within the environment that you're bringing them into. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, other that you can't do that overnight. You, you that all of that takes years and years and years of experience and learning skills and learning learning about sales. So, like, are there any sort of are there any quick wins for business owners you can think of that you know if you if you're hiring for a sales for a salesperson today, you know what what can people do that is going to help them hire someone better faster? Yeah. Do uh, a proper job description yeah. of, of what their role would be in the company and how they would work and what they were what tools they will have and what they want to work what you want them to work to and who they report to mm. and etc etc etc. Be et as clear as possible up front about all that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. And and also draw draw <laughs> write a description of your ideal person doing that role. Mm. So who would it look like? You might know someone who's very good that currently comes to see you and works for another company. You might go, yes, that's the type of person I want. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not uh, suggesting you go and poach those people, by mm. the way. I'm just saying, make sure you, you have a clear, clear vision of that person. Yeah. And then put the two things together. Yeah. Yeah. 
If yeah, you do got... that, Will, you, it's very hard to go wrong. I think that's really, I mean, that's absolutely spot on. I think if you, when you've got a clear idea of exactly the type of person that you're looking for, then you'll, you'll be able to write the job description or write the job advert if you're advertising yeah. um, or Good putting point. it on your website. Yeah. If you come across someone like that, Yep. In your daily life, you could approach them. Correct. And how many good salespeople move around who never actually apply for a job? They get Correct. they just get poached and poached and poached. Correct. Uh, or if a recruitment agency approaches you with a CV, you'll yep. know what to look for and mm. know whether it is worth paying the recruitment fees or not. So, um, when you're clear about that stuff up front, it makes makes a, the world of difference. But it's so important, isn't it? Because it's an expensive business. If um, you know, average salesperson salary what thirty grand maybe. Yeah. Car, yeah, yeah. laptop. It's Everything else. Absolutely. Don't forget um, incentives in, on top of that as well. Mm. Yeah. The reason that's important, because the good salespeople are normally in uh, jobs. Yeah. And the companies or whoever it may be know they're good and they'll look after them. Yeah. So now you've got the, the, the rest on the market. Yeah. And it's your job to make sure that you find a good fit for mm. your company mm. based on who's in the marketplace yeah and the reason why so many fail is because they don't make sure they've got a good fit and they end mm. up with the wrong individual doing the wrong things mm. for example the amount of times I've come across companies that just haven't set targets yeah yeah for the for what they want their salespeople to or salesperson to achieve on a monthly basis is amazing yeah, you're going to just know say, go out and win to, me some business. Not, not just how they're going, to tar- how they're going to be targeted, but how you're going to measure whether they're doing a good job or not. Correct. Um, you know, measuring the things that give the result as well as the, the actual end result. Yeah. Because sometimes, particularly in the business-to-business environment, you know, getting big customers on board takes a long time. And you might be working on a deal for, you know, months and months, even years sometimes, before yeah. it actually comes to fruition. So. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's a good point. And I once worked with someone, well that... Had, had we had a long sales cycle, mm. and he used to put all his eggs in one one basket. Right, he used to go after one this one company or one individual doesn't matter what one major account. Absolutely, thanks right. for saying that. That's exactly what I mean. One major account, and he would just nurture it and nurture it and nurture it and nurture right. it, uh, and he has a. <laughs> A really great success rate because right. when he hit home, it was it was a home run. Yeah. However, because he didn't have many in the pipeline, when he didn't hit home, it it yeah. would cost him big time. Yeah. So you've got to understand how the sales your sales cycle works, mm-hmm. how many people or businesses you want in that pipeline, and make sure that your salesperson is working yeah. correctly to achieve that. And if ultimately, there's nothing wrong with that way of working, if over a period of time that's profitable, mm. no problem. Mm. But if you've got someone working like that and those never come through, mm. then that's a cost, isn't it? Yep. Not, not an investment. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing you definitely cannot afford to do is just to hire someone and just let them get on with it right. and just trust that the results will come in because you may be lucky. Correct. <laughs> but uh, nine times out of ten you will find people that will, will not do the business that way. Yeah, and also will... You need to be in control of what's happening. Yeah, absolutely. Business, and also will, in today's market uh, place, marketing and sales 
are coming closer together now yep. all the time. So because of that, you need to make sure that you've got the right tools in place. Mm-hmm. And anyone that's been listening to our podcast for a period of time mm. will understand that we're talking about marketing automation, CRM yep. systems. There's lots of modern tools out there that can help with getting a good salesperson for one, yep. for the other, once you've got that salesperson, helping them to be a success. Yep. So the more you add to the party as well, as a company, the more likely that salesperson is to be successful. And you've got to know what's out there now that can help you achieve sales. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So there you have it, folks. We've got, um, it's, it's, there's no easy answers, really, I'm afraid, are there? No. Of, so for uh, hard work, this well. right. But yeah, it's just, it's hard work. It's having the right systems, the right technology, um, the right training, the right know-how, and the right company. You know, the best salespeople will be attracted to the best companies, yeah. naturally. And, um, and by not being gi- a great company, you attract better people. Yeah, and not giving up on it. Yeah. Because one of the biggest things I see is that, well, we've tried to get salespeople, it hasn't worked, and it's been such a bad experience, they've given up on it. But if you add any of the ingredients that we've been talking about today, I'm, I guarantee that you'll get that right person. might not be um, there in the short term, but in the long term, you will win. So, everybody, all listeners, time for a big sales push. That's right. In the second quarter of this year. Uh, thanks again. Thanks for joining us. Uh, visit the Digital Prosperity blog for more articles and information on marketing and marketing technology and how to get more sales. Otherwise, uh, from me and Dave, we're signing off and we'll see you again next week. Yeah, see you everyone.